0: Hello, Nate.
1: Hello, Trevor. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm alright. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good, mate. I'm good, thanks. Yeah.
0: Hello everyone. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Movies Podcast. This week Nate, I'll let you tell people what we need to talk about, even though they've seen the title of the podcast and they probably already know. Nathan? Well, this week. Uh,
1: I decided to choose the film, well, no, we spoke about it, and you were like, Do you have a film you'd like to you'd like to suggest and I racked my brains about it for a while, and there was one film that stood out in my mind uh purely because of its title, and it was a film that I watched a few years ago on Netflix, I think it was, and it's called the Man
0: Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. <laughs> the Man Who Killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even heard of this film. I'd never even heard of it. I don't know how this passed me by. It looks like it's right up my street. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so Nathan says... It left it to the sort of last minute. Saturday night, I was like, I still don't know if Nathan choosing a film or not, I said to my wife and then I messaged and he says uh, he's come back with a film and she says what, what is it? And I said it's the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. And she went what the hell's that? And then Elise my daughter, who's six, said see dad, this is why you shouldn't let Nafe choose films <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but no, you know, it's a film we are, need to talk about movies and it's a movie we probably do need to talk about So, uh, yeah, I don't know how... How, A, I missed it, or I've never even heard of it, and B, how it ever got made.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And C, how on earth they managed to persuade uh, one Sam Elliott to star in it. Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing, yeah. Sam Elliott and the the younger, because he plays the chap plays his younger self is um Dark, isn't
1: he uh aiden turner
0: yeah yes i didn't realize that till you googling afterwards i thought oh i recognize him not that i've ever watched Dark, but i haven't i've i've got the poster pinned up on my bedroom <laughs> <laughs> uh, um we come round to the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot in a little bit, because first of all, I always like to ask around this time, Nathan, have you seen anything else this week?
1: I notice you've changed the question a little bit. Oh, have I? Yeah. <laughs> what,
0: have you watched any other films? I usually <laughs> ask, don't I? <laughs> you, you do, yeah. Um, and then you talk about telly for 20 minutes.
1: i um, <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately once again I haven't managed to squeeze uh, find the time to squeeze in another movie. Um literally I've just had a bit of Final Space on in the background but that's it. Yeah. How about yourself?
0: Uh, uh, we did watch a film with the kids, a Disney Plus film the other morning, the other night. Um No, it was on Netflix. Was it called The Sleepover? Uh sort of a kids family film. Yeah, we quite enjoyed that. Um, It starred Malin Ackerman. I don't know if you've seen her in stuff. I've seen her in stuff. She's in loads of stuff. One of them people you recognise and you don't quite know where you recognise her from. Right. Oh, she was in Watchmen. She was in The Heartbreak Kid.
1: Yeah, I know the one.
0: Really recognisable
1: yeah
0: yeah just a silly kids film where they're all having a sleepover and she turns out to be a spy she gets kidnapped in the night and the kids have to go on this adventure to find her right yeah and you know it's i feel if i was a like between the ages of 17 and 30 i'd have probably like turn my nose up at this sort of film but when you're watching it with kids you get into films a bit more readily you know you're more willing to enjoy a film if the kids are enjoying it we're all laughing there were some really funny bits in it some of it's really cheesy the kid actors was quite good in it yeah i thought it was all right um and that's all i've watched really this week except for more films from my series that i'm doing which is films that i own that i haven't watched yet I've watched a couple more of them.
1: Films that I borrowed, but I never gave back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But you have to go over to Hag Films and check them out. But that's it, really, Knife. So, yeah, I ain't got a lot to talk about oh. this week.
1: Maybe we don't need to talk about movies.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then over on the Hag Films site, you know, a couple of people commented Actually, on the Facebook group this week, I posted a question. Tell me what you guys have been watching. I'd like to hear what you guys have been watching this week. And you know the uh, response was overwhelming? Yeah. No one even acknowledged it. (laughs) 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 Didn't even get a like. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that didn't work. Never mind, Naif.
1: So nobody responded by saying this week they've been watching The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot? No,
0: no. But people had commented on Capone, which at this point, as we're recording, this was the last podcast to go live. Yeah. And they've commented over on the Hag Films channel on YouTube, which is where you can go to comment on such things. Uh, basically, yeah, it was people just agreeing with us. And they, Um walks with Ollie, said, like you, I was expecting something else from Capone. I turned it off after an hour. I was actually relieved to find that you didn't spend 49 minutes talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, and then the stealthy coward said Capone was such a disappointment. Like Naif mentioned, why would you make it about the most boring year of his life when he's had the life he has? Exactly our sentiments on it, really. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Wasted. Wasted time. Wasted, yeah. There are far better films out there to review.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, what the hell were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> we need to review the man who killed Hitler, and then uh, the big film. <laughs> should we just get straight into uh, it? Should we just get straight into it? Keep that short and sweet this week, shall we? And just chat. Yeah. So, Trev, right? You are asking me
1: <laughs> now? Uh, yeah, I have to be honest. I uh, I watched the film previously and i knew what i was going into watching this yeah how did you feel about it after the the title
0: well i was sort of intrigued i mean is it this type of film like sharknado and stuff that's what i was thinking is it going to be like that yeah just what is this going to be about Uh, actually i like you said with uh when you watch capone yeah you found it mesmerizing to watch and I thought the same with this. I didn't know where it was going, what was going on, but it was sort of easy watching. It was fun. Yeah. Sam Elliott has just got a presence, hasn't he? You could just watch him being him, being old. Yeah. I don't, and I didn't not enjoy the film. I didn't think it was amazing, but I didn't not enjoy it, if I'm honest, Nath. I think I enjoyed it more than Capone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah good i i got to be fair right cuz my initial uh, when we initially spoke about this i said are you sure because it's awful and then when i watched it back a second time i was like i i felt bad i felt awful was a bit strong it's not awful it's just no It's quite um random isn't it it is random
0: um but it's got a nice pace to it
1: yeah that sounds like you're being polite
0: no no it is it's like it just plods on um and then it sort of goes backwards and forwards you know it's him as an old man i didn't i didn't know if it's going to be like an action a cheesy action but it's not is it it's like a it's a really poignant story of a man who's nearing the end of his days yeah it's about regret it's about missed opportunities come into terms with who you are. It's, it's like
1: It's a lot. It's a lot crammed into what it is. Yeah, it, it is.
0: It's really interesting. It was, it, it. I always say interesting. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> when I describe a film, what does that feel like? Interesting. But it was interesting. You know, it was, there was something about it. I, re- I really, I liked it a lot more than I ever expected. I would.
1: But that, that actually surprises me. Yeah, I mean, I, when I first started watching it the first time and you meet um, Sam Elliott's character for the first time and you realise he's a bit of a can- cantankerous sort of grumpy sort of old man and, and when you get the, so you get introduced to him in, in the bar and sort of he's just sat there on his own drinking and he's quite yeah. grumpy towards the barman mm-hmm. and uh, he has a fla- he has a flashback, doesn't he? And yeah. uh, it sort of – but it doesn't give everything away and uh, sort of it leaves you wondering. And then he decides he's, he's going to go home. And, and this, this scene where he's going to get in his car, it sort of – he basically has a run-in with a couple of thugs trying to steal his money in his car. Yeah. And then yeah. you suddenly realise that he's not just an old man, you know, he's, he's a very hard – Old
0: man. Yeah. I think you knew that scene was coming, though. You could see when the, like, I didn't know, because you see the car pull out sort of following him. Yeah. But then you see three lads in the background sort of dart across. And as he's yeah. coming to get in his car, I thought, ah, oh, he's going to beat them all up here. And I thought it was going to be the start of like an action film. And this was the sort of thing we're going to see throughout the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it did, it didn't go, quite go that way, even though he did as you said, beat them all up.
1: After watching that scene, I was really excited about a potential sort of Gran Torino esque kind of film. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. And, um, but I think, I think I liked, uh, Sam Elliott's character because, uh, I like, I like the grumpy old man. Old man. Yeah. Kind of film. Like, you know, I really enjoyed Gran Torino for that reason you know yeah so um yeah so our, our main character sam elliott who is uh calvin Barr, yeah is um as you say nearing the end of his days and he's led quite the life in his younger days but he's not really overly happy with himself or his actions maybe no, no. But that's
0: it you see the sort of the build-up the first scene. let's talk about Just before he beats them lads up, he's in the bar, isn't he? And it cuts to a flashback of him going in to kill Hitler. Yeah. And I just loved that scene where he goes in and the bloke's checking all of his items, isn't he? Before he lets him in to see Hitler. Yeah. And he's dressed in the SS gear. Yeah. The black leather jacket and the fancy hat. And he gives him, takes off his belt and hands over his hip flask and he checks his watch when he gets in
1: that that is just brilliant i was gonna if you didn't mention it i was gonna mention that it's just such a random detail isn't it
0: (laughs) It it's brilliant though because it's like the watch that would it doesn't tell the time (laughs) it's just a swastika going around on his watch and it's like it's got four ends of a swastika pointing at different bits <laughs> moving every second it makes no sense but I just thought oh that's just great that's great <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and the guy the guy that's checking him like it just it's, it's weird isn't it because it's just like a comedy scene almost isn't it you know what I mean it's just yeah. it's not in any way serious and then um, this... he's, he's, the guy's <laughs> trying to keep because the building's getting bombed that they're in and yeah. and the guy's trying to keep the plaster out of his uh, out of his drink because he's just poured some away isn't he and he's just poured himself a new one and um yeah just everything about what he's doing because there's there's no real conversation going it is just sort of actions and motions and gestures isn't it yeah and it's just yeah so it's a, it's a comical little scene isn't it
0: yeah it's brilliant i really enjoyed it and um then he goes through and then all these items that he's had, he starts putting together to make like a weapon to go and kill Hitler. And I just thought, oh, it, it leads you into thinking what type of film you're going to watch. But the film you end up watching is completely not that film, is it?
1: Yeah, it does lead you down <laughs> many... Um... False avenues, so to speak, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it just it does. And then you go back to Sam Neil, like you say, and then he beats up them people. But they sort of come over and they mugging him, and they and give me your wallet. Yeah. And he's already just given that homeless guy his money. He's like, Oh, I haven't got any money, I've just given the homeless guy the last of my money. And then they see the photo and they stub the fag out in the picture of his wife, don't they? Or his his old girlfriend. Yeah. And I was waiting for it, like this bit where he's going to beat them all up. And it's not like a big action scene; it's just it's quick, a few swift moves, yeah. and he's he's disabled them all. I thought it was great. And, and uh, he's
1: pissed off with it as well. He's pissed off with him. He's pissed off with having to do it. And uh, yeah, and he's, he's heartbroken and
0: he's... that they've put a fag out in that picture of his woman, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's sob- he's sobbing. The next shot, he's crying his eyes out. And you just think it's a yeah. oh, it wasn't expecting. I don't know. It's like there is, like I say, it's poignant. This film is really a quite a sentimental story behind a ridiculous title <laughs> and a ridiculous premise. <laughs> 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 I just
1: honestly. When I, when I found that title on Netflix and I don't know how I find it you have to understand why there was absolutely no possible way I could pass it by without watching it <laughs> <laughs> and when you see it Sam Neil, uh Sam Elliott as well you're like oh my god well that's a must isn't it you know what I mean but yeah, yeah. so anyway so uh, he, he drives home doesn't he, and he goes to bed does he go to bed straight away I can't remember
0: um Uh, He probably has a look under his box, under his bed at the box first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Gets his little wooden box out, goes to open it, decides not to open it, puts it back.
1: Yeah. The The dog walks through, doesn't it?
0: the dog he's with his dog
1: you see this is another thing it's he's got a he's got a golden retriever in the same way that uh, Clint Eastwood has in uh, Grand Torino as well and you're just like and he's a he's a you know he's a grumpy old man living in a house on his own driving a pickup truck and I'm like oh my god the parallels are just never ending yeah but he's, um yeah not quite as it seems but he goes to visit his hairdresser doesn't
0: he that's right and he's like oh the notices the clock that's the wrong way round. And then when he sits to have his hair cut, he's like, it's a mirror clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right way in the mirror.
1: Um <laughs> So you find out that basically his hairdresser's is his brother.
0: Yeah. It's Larry Miller, isn't it? I've seen him. It's one of those people you've seen in everything. Yeah. But you don't, I can't quite put my finger in where I recognize him from the most. And I look at his filmography and he's done everything, you know. Everything. The Three Fugitives, Pretty Woman, L.A. Story. Just loads of comedy films. You've seen him. Everyone's seen yeah. him. Yeah.
1: But I thought he was really good in this. I thought he he plays um, Sam Elliott's little brother really well. Yeah,
0: I loved that relationship between him and his brother as well. And he really looks up to Sam Elliott and he's like, you know, if you want to... He'd love to spend time with him. I want to go fishing with you. You know, we, we can talk or we could just... Set. He just wants to be with his older brother, doesn't he? It's a it's a lovely, a lovely relationship, and it feels like brothers. I don't know. It was yeah. You know, it's a nice. That's what I mean. There's so many bits of this film. I think. Oh, this is. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying watching this relationship. I'm enjoying trying to work out oh, what's in that box.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, because the film's still building at this point, and you get the feeling that. Sam Elliott wants to talk to his brother, but doesn't really know where to begin or what to say or how to go about it. You know? Yeah. You quickly build up this, this picture that this man is really struggling with a lot of things in his life, you know, or psychological in his history, in his past is, you know, there's a lot there buried or that he's trying to bury or that he's like you say, trying to come to terms with. And, uh, yeah, he's a st- stressed old man, but he um he sort of wanders about the town, doesn't he? Uh, sort of slowly, and sort of you keep getting these flashbacks of himself as a younger man, didn't you?
0: Like when he meets his wife when he's working in a hat shop. I keep calling it his wife. It's not his wife. No,
1: it's his, his old girlfriend. <laughs>
0: it's his old girlfriend who he never proposed. Who oh, he you keep seeing in flashback? He's trying to propose to her, and he can never quite get round to it.
1: No. Nah, that- The timing's never quite right, eh?
0: No, and he's hung on it, isn't he? You know, and still to this day, he's thinking of her. There's lots of sort of (laughs) symbolism in this film that you're trying to think, what's that representing? What is in that box? What is the stone in his shoe?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a reoccurring theme, isn't it?
0: But I think at the end, he finds the stone, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think the stone in his shoe was... Well, it's the fact that when he's gone and killed Hitler... It's, it was a f- ineffective. Yeah. That's what I loved about it as well, because I think, oh, how are they going to do this killed Hitler thing? And it's like, he killed Hitler, but it was silenced by the Americans. It was silenced by the Nazis, and they just put other people in, yeah. in Hitler's place, and carry, it was the ideology that lived on.
1: Yeah, the damage had already been done. Uh,
0: I thought that was great. And it's a really great speech he does. There's really great lines in this. It's really well written. Yeah, that and I love the bit where he's talking about Hitler and he's, he says, I just uh I just killed a man. The monster lived on. He said, By the time I met that miserable little man Oh God. I've tried finding the quote because I was writing bits down and I wish I'd sort of gone back and written all the quotes from this film, because there's some really good dialogue in it. Yeah, and that was one of them where he's talking about Hitler.
1: That that scene where he sat at the kitchen table and he is because ex- it feels like it's the first time he's spoken about it since it happened. Yeah, and you can tell just just the the emotion in his face and the way he's talking. You know, it was so well delivered, and you just. I don't know it just doesn't feel like it belongs in a film with that title you know
0: no that's it there's so much in it that's really it makes sense and it's really well written it's it was a really when you suggested this film I was like oh god (laughs) this is gonna but uh, that's what I mean I watched it and it's it's got me thinking and I love coming away from a film and like continuing to want to think about it yeah yeah you know and we said the other week that you know, for Capone, for all its ambiguity, I didn't care. I didn't want to know the answers. I couldn't be bothered to spend another thought on that film afterwards yeah. to, to sort of Google, was the, you know, the end a dream? Was, did he really shoot the gardener? And I didn't want to, I thought, I just can't be fucked. No, no. <laughs> Whereas with this, there's nothing on the line. I've been googling stuff, trying to find like good information about it, and there's not really anything there. It's uh... so it's just left me thinking. But it sort of edges the story out so slow. You like you say, you see him walking around the town. He sees his brother. He finds the lottery ticket. It's a winner. Hundred pounds been won on this scratch card and he takes it into the shop and the lad's like well just have it just claim the money and he's like no nah, no nah, I'll, I'll leave it here yeah. oh then the bloke goes oh really here i have a dog treat for your dog yeah and then he goes oh i'll pay for it and he gives him this old dollar bill yes
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and he's like oh you know they they burn them every now and again they get discontinued and they burn them and then the lad says well sometimes the old ones just hang around or something like that <laughs> And it's like—is that the only reason this scene is there for him to say that, which symbolises you being an old one? It also shows his character, doesn't it? He will pay his own way.
1: Yeah, he's a strongly moral man, and that—and that's—that's half of his problem, isn't it? He's he's struggling to live with the things that he's done in his life. Yeah.
0: So then you see that, and you see also see the flashback where he's having the shave, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, that is a weird scene, isn't it?
0: <laughs> and it's the bloke who's paid him, or the bloke—is it them who are getting him yeah, to so kill? Yeah. Bas- so no, no, he's
1: he- basically been put in contact with these Russian, almost like gypsies, if you like. Yeah. That are like freedom fighters, I suppose, that are helping him. He's got to their country without being seen and, he, you know, he's obviously behind enemy lines and they're helping him get to where Hitler is. Whether they're helping him with the outfit and everything, I don't know because they they managed to get hold of a German shepherd for him, which is something that an SS officer might walk around with, um, you know, just to sort of help complete the disguise, I suppose. Yeah, And um, there's a lot of I suppose in that scenario, there's a lot of mistrust going on, you know, and I think maybe there was a little bit between the Germans and the Russians anyway during the war and sort of there's this initial interaction and it's very tense and uh, he doesn't seem overly comfortable in the situation and then this, this Russian starts talking to him about this perfect shave. and
0: If I give you the perfect shave, you'll fail the mission. And you'll yeah, be cursed. And you're, and
1: you're, yeah, and that's it. But if I cut you, you'll uh, you'll be successful in your mission. But I can't try to cut you. I, you know, they both have to be honest. That's what it is.
0: It's another sort of <laughs> really strange scene. But again, it's, I don't know, just happily watching these things that are happening that are not making complete sense, but are really done well
1: it is amazing how they managed to tie all of these random scenes together to actually make a coherent storyline
0: a kind of coherent storyline it's like (laughs) i don't know there's bits in it where you think well that doesn't wasn't necessary nothing's really explained no but that scene was really i quite enjoyed watching it as i said just him being shaved and uh turner just sitting he didn't really say a lot in that scene does he but no, He's not poorly acted. Just no. It's just. Oh, i you just think. At what point has someone read a script to this? Has gone. Yep, we're in. <laughs> how did he pitch it? How How did he get Sam Elliott in it? And Aidan Turner. And more importantly, uh, Douglas Trumbull is executive producer, and he also provided the special effects. Douglas Trumbull, Nathan, if you're not aware. He'd done the special effects, the Stargate sequence in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, right. He'd done all the special effects for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Uh, He'd done the middle sequence of The Tree of Life. You know, the Dawn of Time sequence. Yes, yeah, I'm with you. You know, all these amazing special effects. And you'd think if he was producing a film, it would be full of amazing special effects, but it's not, is it? You just, I can't understand how they got him on board or, but yeah, he, he provided the special effects for this film. Yeah. What what special effects were there in this film? A bullet hole in the back of Hitler's chair. (laughs) I can't think of any other bits where there was, it was like really quite rubbish green screen of him climbing up. Oh, that,
1: that mountain oh my god that was horrendous
0: yeah you can tell it's not real it's like well why have they gone to douglas trumple to do the effects and if they've gone to him why do they look so rubbish
1: in certain places especially when you see the bigfoot costume you think they've gone out of their way to make it look (laughs) hammy
0: oh is it the same costume as the apes from the beginning of 2001
1: <laughs> they've just dug it out the closet and just oh it's, some...
0: douglas we want can we borrow the uh, <laughs> oh go on then they've just given him a producer title because he's provided the suit yeah
1: all of the hair all of the hair <laughs> has fallen out of it over the years yeah. and that's what they're left with
0: but it's like yeah it's like a cross between the the apes out of 2001 or, or the old planet of the apes with like Michael Jackson's face, <laughs> it's just, it's just really weird Bigfoot. But I love the line as well. But this, this is the thing as well. The story, as I say, it was it goes really slowly, talking about, you know, showing us the backstory, him courting his wife, the people coming up in the restaurant and interrupting him every time he's trying to propose. Yep. And then you think, it's an hour and forty five minutes, it's an hour and forty five minutes, the film, and you're thinking We're nearly an hour in, they haven't even mentioned Bigfoot yet. Yeah. And then as I was thinking that, then he gets a knock at the door and it's the FBI, which is um Yes. Ron Livingston out of the Band of Brothers comes in, doesn't yep. he? Yep. And he's sort of saying, you know, we We need you to come and kill Bigfoot This
1: is where it gets really ridiculous this is where it just gets <laughs> get just like, hang on a minute. We've got to try and squeeze the Bigfoot bit in somehow.
0: <laughs> and it, this is it. It is squeezed in as well. It's like, all right, Bigfoot, give it is spreading a virus or something is he attacking yeah, no, people it's a, and it's a
1: basically started the plague yeah again. you see little bits and pieces <laughs> in the newspaper where they it cuts to and it glances pie very quickly that there's something happening in canada isn't there you know yeah and the media are spinning it uh, the way they want to do and the fbi have decided to let it go the way they have but basically the bigfoot Is ill, it's in Canada, and basically it's spreading this virus and it's wiping out all of the wildlife it comes across uh, fish, uh, elk, deer, sort of everything. But somehow, through some amazing feat, they've actually decided that Sam Elliott, who's like, gotta be in his 70s and is some old retired man living in the middle of nowhere. They've managed to get hold of his DNA or a blood sample, test it. He's immune to the virus. He's one of only three people in the world that could do this job. But he's the only one that's alive. So they've come knocked on his door because A, he can track an animal and B, he's immune to the virus. Oh, right. Sweet. But you're the only one.
0: (laughs) Just what on earth is that about? yeah and then uh so then he goes kills bigfoot yeah goes and tracks him down, they drop him in the ring of fire. Oh, no, no, I... no, no,
1: no, because you got to get to the bit where he rides in the helicopter and then all of a sudden, it's like the most advanced space-age sci-fi film. It's like something <laughs> out of Alien, you know what I mean? And they've all got these suits on, there's big flashlights, there's a big dome in the middle of nowhere, there's a fire burning in the background and it's just like, what the fuck, am I still watching the same film?
0: But don't they just, he goes and kills the Bigfoot, he tracks him down, Shoots him in the head and then Bigfoot runs off. Yeah. And then he, like, breaks his finger and his finger's all twisted out of shape. And he's like, they talk to him on the walkie talkie Have you seen it? And he's like, shot it. Where'd you shoot it? In the head. (laughs) Is it dead? I broke my (laughs) pinky. The fifth digit on my left hand. (laughs) Fifth digit. And then, uh, and they go, but you've seen it. He goes, not, he hasn't got big feet. (laughs) Doesn't live up to the legend, um. Uh, and then he goes, tracks him down, and you see this weird Bigfoot creature. They have a bit of an altercation. Yeah. Then he, he he does kill him. Yeah. Well, he goes to burn him, and then the Bigfoot's alive. He says, "Sorry about this, big fella, or something." I'm not letting you let him have your body, big fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes to burn him, and then Bigfoot's alive again. And then they have another fight eventually he kills him yeah
1: but not 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 before he's had his ear bitten off and his arm oh, broken
0: yeah 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 and then then he's, he's stabbing
1: the hell out of bigfoot with his <laughs> knife oh my god no the weapon scene where he goes st- yes yeah <laughs> that <laughs> rifle that, that scope that is this brilliant. knife that's it
0: <laughs> yeah that's it and it's like the camera zooms into him to say that's it but it's like slightly mistimed <laughs> It just looks awful, but it's great. What a great scene. They go, Oh, what weapons have we got? He goes, Oh, I've had to dig into my personal arsenal. And then there's like, he goes into this room and there's just weapons all over the wall. That rifle, that scope, that knife, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is the sort of thing I was thinking, right? So the end half of this film now is going to be this stupid action. Yeah. But it's not within 10 minutes. Yeah. The Bigfoot plot is done. All been and gone. And now we're at his funeral. Oh, mate. No, no, no. We forgot the bit
1: where Bigfoot's being sick on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at my notes, is the trouble here. <laughs> and he, and whilst he's
1: tracking Bigfoot and then he's fingering through his shit and he's like, vegetarian
0: (laughs) (laughs) he sniffs it vegetarian yeah (laughs) oh just what the fuck it is so weird it was weird but i i enjoyed it for it being so weird you know yeah yeah no i get it like when he goes in to see hitler and he does the hitler salute to hitler yeah and he's crossing his fingers behind his back. <laughs> I didn't mean. I don't mean that. It's like, <laughs> and then yeah, that when when Bigfoot is sick on him, it's just oh, it's vile, isn't it? Where's that come from? So yeah, it's all in his face, and but it's all right because he's immune. Immune. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then it's it's like you wait for an hour before hit Bigfoot's mentioned. There's that poignant scene just before he goes, where he goes and meets his brother for hot chocolate.
1: Yeah, that's that's a that's a real heart wrenching scene, isn't it? Like, you it's know. just
0: a touching little scene, isn't it? And he's like, he tells him, "I've got to go and do something." He, does he tell him he's got killed kill Bigfoot? He does tell him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get to Bigfoot, and he's like, "Oh, that doesn't sound very good." He said, I'm not going to go. And he goes, well, you must be thinking about it. If you're, you've are you called me out at like three in the morning to have a chat. Yeah. So then he goes... But
1: Sam Elliott's like, why do you believe a word I'm telling you? And his brother's like, <sighs> he's, you know, he's like a, a a bad man's always a bad man and a so-and-so will always be a so-and-so. And he's like... An,
0: a liar will always be a liar. Yeah, yeah, and
1: an honest man will always be an honest man. And it's a real
0: real that's another one of those scenes where it's just great dialogue yeah and great and it's a great summation of his character isn't it you know
1: yeah and it's it's weird because like his little brother looks up to him so much but yet it's him that's seeking the counsel of his little brother and his little brother's advice and it's his advice that sort of really sends him in the end isn't it yeah it's a great yes it is a great little scene but then, just it just gets so ridiculous after that that it just I don't even know. Do you, but then do you think t- that when they when they watched it back after they'd finally cut it all together, do you think they got to the end of the Bigfoot scene, all <laughs> looked at each other, and then fell about laughing?
0: It's got to be. It is got. It's got to be a comedy, hasn't it? They got to be doing it for a comical effect. I hope so. I mean, it's. It says on IMDb, it's an action drama sci-fi. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that well recognised um, <laughs> genre.
0: But you can't—they can't be serious. They can't be serious when they're doing this. <laughs> but this is what I was saying, anyway. What I'm trying to say is that it's so a slow build-up. Then they, like you say, squeezed in the Bigfoot story because ten minutes—that's wrapped up. Yep. But the film's still got another like half an hour left. Yeah. So then he f- he's he's dead. You're at his funeral and you think, oh, he died. And his brother gives this really nice speech and says, you know, my brother loved a man once. Didn't love a man. No, <laughs> my brother loved a woman <laughs> once. And uh, <laughs> she, you know, she died too young. So then you find out why they didn't sort of marry. Yeah. And then he says, oh, I, you know, I always miss my brother or something yeah just some really nice a nice speech wasn't it
1: yeah yeah it was a touching sort of end like you know and then
0: you see him the brother then cutting hair and then someone says oh sorry to hear about your brother you know he was a good man but at least he didn't die in his house died on holiday didn't he at least he didn't die in that old house on his own yeah you know and then the brother goes fishing. And then you see Sam Neil, Elliot. Sam so Elliot. Then you see Sam Elliot. I always say Sam Neil when I'm talking about Sam Elliot. But he stood at the edge. And I, at first I'm like, is that a dream then? Or is he re- imagining him? he's there? And then, oh no, he is there. And then he's, he's like, what did you bury? Oh, your old suit and that box. Buried that box. So you find out then that Sam Elliot isn't dead. He's faked his own death. Death. yeah so he's is it so he doesn't get hassled again or so you think he's going to go into hiding but the next scene he's in the most public place there is at the school
1: yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it doesn't that just doesn't tie together does it
0: no i mean him and his brother have a scene at the school when they're watching the school play and sam elliot says something weird basically the brother's granddaughter is a butterfly in the play yeah and he says something like Butterflies all dead this time of year. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> most butterflies are dead this time of year. He's like, hey, you know, don't say that. What you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But then, but this is where he gives, go on, what you going to say? I was
1: going to talk about the real touching moment, because when, when um, Sam Elliott's character, the young um, Calvin Barr, sort of leaves to to go to Europe to fight in the war his brother gives him that little model of a dinosaur doesn't he yeah because it's it's his favourite one yeah and um, you see him later when he's when he's uh, trying to sleep in the cave with um,
0: after he's had the fall isn't it with Bigfoot
1: yeah the- yeah one, well whilst he's tracking Bigfoot doesn't he and and you see him um, he sets it up on a little stone just facing out like almost like it's going to protect him during the night yeah and then uh, he looks at his brother and he, he doesn't even look at his brother, does he? He just gets it out and he just feels for his brother's hand and he just puts it in his brother's hand. It, it's a real convincing portrayal of a guy that really doesn't know how to speak to his brother, is he? Yeah,
0: it is. But he wants to. Yeah,
1: that's it. He's trying to reach out in a way that he can or that, you know, his, his character would, you know?
0: Yeah. It's just, that's what I mean. It's like, it's this nonsense plot the bigfoot bit is all, it's all nonsense but the rest of the film is fine isn't it With, without the bigfoot bit <laughs> even the hitler plot isn't out of its place is it you know
1: no 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 but, but I
0: suppose that's his resolution that's his stone in his shoe is not saving people whereas now he's killed bigfoot he's killed someone and it will have an effect because the plague won't spread. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he saved millions of people. He, then the stone comes out of his shoe. He's resolved a lot of issues. He's let his brother know that he's always...
1: Well, he's always he always loved him, always thought of him.
0: Always been in his thoughts. Yeah. He's always kept that toy, you know? So he mends his
1: relationship with his brother. He saves humanity from a fate worse than Hitler. Yeah. Which comes in the form of a really badly dressed Bigfoot. <laughs> and then...
0: Uh, He's not badly dressed. He... He's not like Bigfoot in flares. <laughs> 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 but that's what I like about as well, what he says about Hitler. He says, what do you think that haircut was? What do you think that moustache was? It's a costume. Yeah, yeah. And I just think well, that makes sense. It's brilliant. The way that angle they've looked at it.
1: at. Yeah so you it know, could just like be anyone could dress yeah up as that's it that's once it. he was
0: dead they still had that costume to carry it on
1: and the thing is is who in their right mind is going to contest it you know and you know no one would hmm. yeah. so yeah so basically he he wakes up after after the play and after spe- he at the play when he's speaking to his brother um he sort of his brother apologizes for burying the box doesn't he and he's like no 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 it's fine it's fine and then he goes home, and he goes to bed, and then for whatever reason in the <laughs> middle of the night, he just wakes up, and he just speaks to his dog, and he's like, come on, we've got something to go and do, and you see him go to the shed, and it's almost like uh, an action film tooling up montage, isn't it, where he's, he's, <laughs> he's lighting his little lamp, and he's digging out his shovel, and he's getting his bits and pieces, and then they go down to the graveyard, and just in the middle of the night, he just digs up his own grave. Which, like, and I know it's a small detail, but not being funny, for a man of his age to go out single-handedly and dig out six <laughs> foot of earth to get down to that that grave, that, that coffin, and to, to yeah. open the coffin, that must have been a monumental feat. But he, he rescues his box, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, and you think, oh, this is it. We're going to look in this box now. And he goes to open it. And then he does it. He ne- we never see him open it. No, he never shows us what in it, what's in it. But he never looks in it himself. No. What do you make of that? I,
1: I, I wondered at one point if there was like a, an old gun in there, and he was considering taking his own life.
0: Yeah, could be.
1: That was one take on it.
0: I wonder if it's like a, a sort of a Pandora's box thing. Curiosity. I don't know because he must know what's in it. It's just a strange thing, but really well written. The writer, I don't think we've mentioned his name, Robert D. Kraszkowski wrote and directed this.
1: Yeah. What's he done then? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not like...
0: He's produced a film called the co-produced Paradise Falls. What's that? I think I've seen that. And The Woman. Paradise Falls.
1: I think I've seen that.
0: 1997. So a long time ago. So he must be someone in the industry.
1: No, I haven't seen that. Uh,
0: but he's only written this and Elsie Hooper. Right. Which is a short film. So I don't know what that was about. So he's obviously got this off of the back of that. Yeah. He's done the visual effects for El- Elsie Hooper. So whether that was quite a stunning film, I don't know. That's managed to get Douglas Trumbull on board. I don't know. But I wonder if this was like, I want to make a film. I don't know what I'm going to make it about. Everyone write a scene down, put it in the hat. <laughs> right? And I'll pick one out. Oh, man at a bar. Right, man at a bar. Old man at a bar. Right. Next, what's uh, a man about to kill Hitler. Right, yeah, right <laughs> That's the next scene. Because nothing ties together. It's all oh, I I dunno. It's one of them for films where it shouldn't be as good as it is. I shouldn't have enjoyed it as much as I did. But yeah, I did, Nathan. I, I I'd like to thank you for suggesting this film this week. <laughs>
1: that in itself seems ridiculous <laughs> because it was definitely not the response I was expecting. No,
0: it's one of those films where I shouldn't, it's, I didn't want to watch it. I was like, Oh God, Is this going <laughs> to be rubbish. You know, I, I had
1: visions in my head when I suggested it to you, like, cause I, this was the film that I thought about and I'd thought about it way before the weekend came around. And I was just like, no, no, I've got to be able to think of something else. <laughs> something else has got to come up. And then when you prompted me for it, I was like, no, that's all I've got. That is all I've got. The man who killed Hitler. And then the big, I
0: would never have seen it. naif I never would have, I never heard of it, you know? And if you hadn't have suggested it, I'd never have known this film existed. And, um, well, like I say, naif, I'm glad you chose it, um, I probably won't let you choose another film for a week or two though. But <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Let us know if you've watched it in the audience out there, our listeners. If you
1: if you haven't, please go and watch it in comments. Yeah,
0: definitely worth a butcher's. Yeah, I don't. I still don't want to watch like Sharknado and all shit like that though. If I'm honest, no,
1: no, I don't. <laughs> you know snakes on a plane sharknado any of that no, no. and this is what oh. i
0: had in my head it was going to be something like that you know
1: yeah no i get that
0: it was just this strange film about a man who killed hitler and <laughs> yeah and then
1: very conveniently just to tie the plot up together he went away for 10 minutes and killed bigfoot
0: <laughs> just to tie the title up
1: yeah <laughs> it's like no 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 we've we've sold them on the title we need to make the bigfoot thing work <laughs> But no, the film's all right without it. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> it's an hour and a half long. It's nice. It's a short film about a man who killed Hitler once, lost his girlfriend because the war kept him apart. He's, the only person he's got in touch is his brother. He's got this nice little relationship with his brother. No. We need a Bigfoot in there. <laughs> and I not, can I've... afford ten minutes. I don't want to make it any longer than. <laughs> but we, yeah. we just,
1: just please, please, can we have Bigfoot being sick in his mouth? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no. Thanks ever so much for
1: suggesting your film. Well, thanks, thanks for letting me, and thanks for watching it.
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. If you have listened, people might have just looked at the name of this podcast and. Well, I won't bother downloading this week, I'll, uh, I'll wait till they do something I recognise.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: Or they might go, what the hell is this? This might be our most popular the, well, podcast, you never know.
1: It might um, actually it significantly increase the, the amount of watches the film's had. It might, yeah. It might, <laughs> might, might. might go up to like
0: 20. Yeah. <laughs> Well, peace out, everyone, and we'll catch you all again next week when we will be back to talk more about movies podcast. Nice. Cheese. Cheese.